0: you are listening to the Aesthetic Vibes podcast and I am your host Amy. This is the podcast where we talk about relevant and totally irrelevant topics. The idea here is to spread Aesthetic Vibes. You're here now so why don't you hang out and we'll talk some shit. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Amy Lee. If you've been here before, you know who I am. <laughs> if you haven't, hi, welcome to my little space. We are a nice little community of people. We hang out, we have fun, talk some shit, listen to some shit, all that type of stuff. So, I am currently back in... In my natural habitat, <laughs> I have been recording everywhere else for two other podcasts. One of which the, uh, podcast is linked to uh, like a thing, <laughs> a thing that I'm launching, developing. So it's been um, a pretty busy time of late. I'm feeling a little bit busy. I'm feeling a little bit tired, if I'm honest. I had a coffee in my hands literally two seconds ago. And I can't tell you for the life of me where it is. I have no idea what I've done. <laughs> like looking everywhere. It's gone. <laughs> a ghost has taken it. Okay. Anyway, speaking about ghosts, I wanted to talk a little bit today around some of the games. And I'm not talking like Nintendo Switch. I'm talking like human games. Like some of the the dumb human games that people play that I don't know if we should be playing this shit. So I'm going to share a couple of them with you and my general thoughts. I'll share um, some of the games that I used to play when I was younger, Um, like Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board, or these stupid ones at sleepovers that were really, really fun at the time. And now I'm like, was that the best thing to do? (laughs) Did maybe I welcome something in? Anyway, um, let's get going and let's talk about some of these games. I really need my coffee. A few moments later. Oh, there it is. Oh, my God. Found it. So what about Sandman? Quite popular. It is um, where a person lays down on the floor. Everyone else sits in a circle around them and they have one person that's a speaker and everyone else is not allowed to speak. So the speaker tells a story about how the laying down person was killed by a murderer and their body filled with sand. They lightly rub the arms and legs and talk about how the murderer filled the body up with sand. At the end, the person stands up and they feel like their body is full of sand. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I think that um, you, yeah, you get it to your head about this type of shit, um, as you're playing it and as you're younger, you can kind of get carried away, and you're like, "Oh my god, I do feel like that." I oh, got something in my eye now. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Soundman. Uh, mm. Next one is one that everybody knows. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm sitting in front of a camera and there are mirrors all around me (laughs) so I'm not going to share too much I'm just going to share the name once um, because I don't feel comfortable with this one I never have sorry there is still something lodged in the side of my eye or in the side of my brain yeah I'm only going to say it once bloody Mary so, as you know, this is played very frequently at sleepovers and all that type of shit. But, you know, you get someone that goes into a bathroom, they turn the lights off, close the door, and then they chant that three times in the mirror. I think you have to have a candle burning and you you ideally say it. <laughs> and then supposedly she comes out of the mirror and she scratches your face arms and legs um, or she could actually pull you into the mirror and you'll be stuck in there forever or she kills you. I've I've never played it like I'm just going to be straight up and honest I've never played it and I never would. This one doesn't sit right with me. I just, I feel like there are things that we don't know. There there are, you know, the unknowns. And I would hate to trigger that through sheer stupidity. So this is one. And, you know, mirrors are used as gateways mirrors can be accessed for through for portals so you have to be really careful um around what you do and say um in front of mirrors right so this is one i've never ever felt comfortable with let's talk about the Ouija board more generally okay i think you've all seen them in movies the big dusty board with the planchette sprinting around the board (laughs) spelling shit out Uh, there's rules. So I'm going to talk you through some of the mandatory rules associated with the Ouija board. I again have never played this and I'll explain why at the end but let me share some of it with you. So you've obviously got the board. Um, There's a basic rule that you never taunt or ask um, silly questions or you uh, entice a spirit to communicate with you through the board. So that's not the purpose, you don't say communicate with me through the board and say the following, That, that that's just not how you do it, right? Apparently, there are things that you should never ask or do. The first is you never should ask a Ouija board when you die. Don't know why, you're just not supposed to do that. Uh, spirits who talk through Ouija boards can basically tell you anything that they want. And it's because, um, you know, and just because they're saying something doesn't mean it's actually true. And a spirit will try to win your trust by telling you that they're a long-lost relative of yours or um, someone that's a small child. That's the one that's played to an awful lot. Um, You know, a spirit that's acting as a small child needing help. But In reality, it can be very, very much the opposite of that. Very scary um, spirits within that are communicating with you. You should never use it alone, which I think is common sense because from what I understand, you need more than one person from an energy perspective. So I don't know how you could sit there and do that all yourself. It says also that the more people you have, the better because it'll be more energy to Um, present some sort of spirit or paranormal form in some type. There's also advice that you should never use the Ouija board in your own home, which I totally agree with. And I've heard a few stories where people have – and things have come out of the board and attach themselves to the house or the individual who was kind of leading the session so you have to be very careful with where you use it and um, if you do connect with something that's evil then um, you know they can enter your home or wherever it is So you have to be very careful you have to have one person in the group who's the group leader and they would do the talking and the asking of the questions If you're using the Ouija board and you're not the leader, you have to keep your fingers on the planchette and actually remain silent. No one is allowed to laugh or ask, is it working? Apparently it's disrespectful and it brings negative energy, which will hinder the process. The, um, try not to decipher the words as the planchette moves and really just keep eyes and energy focused on the planchette. Um, there's things like, you know, you should never ask joke questions or stupid questions. And um, there should be a person who's kind of jotting down the bits and pieces that are coming out of the board, like if something's being spelt. There are things like don't leave the planchette on the board, just sitting there throughout the session. When you're done, remove the planchette from the board Even if you're leaving the room for a little bit, remove it from the board and you can't leave it there in any capacity. So you either have someone, you have one person who holds it in place with their energy or you completely remove it and you take it with you. You always have to end the session with goodbye. The location that you do it in needs to be dark. There shouldn't be too much background noise and candles are recommended for obvious reasons, right? The spook factor. If um, the spirit does start communicating with you through the board um, and they're going to the alphabet immediately uh, or they're counting down oh my god could you imagine could you imagine okay you kid you're sitting with your friends you're out of sleepover. You decide to play with the ouija board i saw one the other day I'll, i'll come back to that um you are sitting there with your friends and then you connect with something and then it starts counting down from five I would literally shit my pants there and then. Like, there is no other way. Like, that is so scary. Could you imagine? Like, and a kid maybe not understanding what happens after it goes past. No. Oh, uh, no, thank you. That would scare the crap out of me. Um, and I kind of mentioned, I saw a Ouija board the other day. I went to, my husband took me to this, um like, witch festival. <laughs> it's like crystals and jewelry and candles and spells and like books and otherworldly stuff. Like it was actually really cool. And there was this really cool vendor that had like an old school Ouija board sitting there. And I was like, no, I wouldn't even touch it. Oh, I don't know what it is. It just gives me such bad vibes. Um so anyway, always say goodbye. Um oh god could you imagine though counting down be like goodbye 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 (laughs) um if you speak to someone who identifies themselves as zozo (laughs) oh i don't like that name because i know too much and the session say goodbye um immediately because this is the worst of the worst uh don't use a ouija board in a cemetery apparently i mean i think a lot of people do because isn't that more chance to connect with spirits it says don't Use a board if you've got depression or mental health concerns, because that is likely to draw out kind of a negative energy from the board. Um, And you're supposed to not burn a Ouija board ever under any circumstances, which um, is fine. But I've heard of people trying to get rid of them and them continuously coming back into their houses, like through some means They, they keep reappearing. So I don't know what you're meant to do. If you can't get rid of it and it somehow keeps ending up back at your house, I don't know. I, I you can't throw them out apparently either. You're not meant to do that. I'd never play it. Like I said, didn't even want to touch the board at the fe- at the festival thing that we went to. Didn't want to touch him. I just don't feel like it's a safe way to communicate. So at this festival thing, uh, it's not a festival. It was like a fair. It was like a I like not markets, but it was like. I think it was like a fair, you could, you could say it's a fair, right? I went and had a reading done by a, um, like clairvoyant, but not, um, kind of like a, not a fortune teller, like a medium as well. Right. So she had, anyway, I went and had a reading done, like a 25, 20 minute reading. And one of the first things she said to me was, you've got a lot of people attached to you a lot from this in the spirit world and i'm like okay she's like and they're all men and there's so many of them she's like hold on i've just gotta um i've just got to tell a few of them to go because it's just so loud guys Guys. (laughs) um i would hate to be sitting there and there's all these random men attached to me Like saying random shit, um, coming out on a Ouija board, could you imagine? And she said, like, some of them appeared not good. And so I told her about the orb, and I think I spoke about this in a previous episode where I had an orb like distinctly move in front of the camera, start in one corner and then go all the way diagonally to the other slowly, and it was so large. Anyway, I told her about that, and she's like, yeah, that doesn't surprise me with all of the people that are hanging out with you. I was like, what the hell? Let me know if you want to hang out. <laughs> it's a party happening. A party happening around me. <laughs> so yeah, no thanks. No edgy buds for me. Um, no thanks. I saw something come up. So when I was researching this, there was a little bit about the elevator game. I don't know if you know, but there, you basically get into an elevator, you go to the first floor, no, sorry, you get in on the first floor, you go to the fourth, then it, when it gets there, you go to the second, then when you get there, you stay, you go for the sixth, blah, blah, blah. So there's like a pattern of shit that you do. And then you're supposed to enter, like a different dimension, apparently. I don't know if I'm buying this one. However... It does remind me of the very, very famous, famous, well-known case, true crime case of Elisa Lam at the Cecil Hotel. And there's belief that she was, in fact, playing the elevator game before she um, died in the tank on top of the roof at the Cecil Hotel, um, because she was doing weird things in the elevator, and the security cameras picked her up like pressing all the buttons and acting very odd. So there is um, there is rumour that's a bit of speculation that's been hanging around for a while, that she's potentially was playing that just before she died what's even more bizarre are the if you watch the clip of her in the elevator with the hand movements it's almost like she becomes otherworldly and she's doing things with her hands that i can't physically do like it's like you know i've got i've got a gumby up there somewhere remember gumby the green dude hang on a few moments later this guy And he's got a horse it's up there as well but i'm not gonna go get it but he's got an orange horse called pokey (laughs) he's just there (laughs) i would have had to have been gumby to do those hand movement things because it was insane i haven't seen this guy in so long memories nostalgia he's just gonna sit with us for the rest of the ep now i think that's i think it's very fitting okay he can see here anyway weird shit Side note to that, Cecil Hotel. I'm going to do an entire deep dive episode on the Cecil Hotel. I have researched that place to the fucking nth of the world. I am fascinated by this place. I'm fascinated by the history of death and destruction and just everything that surrounds this hotel. I just... You you find out something and you go, shit, I can't believe that happened. And it just snowballs and snowballs. You know, they were finding dead bodies there left and right over like a big part of a decade longer, you know, and people just going missing and like people jumping out of windows There's something sinister, and I'll talk a little bit – I'll do a complete deep dive, and there's a guy who lives across the road now in an apartment to the Cecil Hotel, and he monitors it from time to time and, like, will capture different things out of his window because he stares directly into it, and he will notice lights going on and off, some windows opening and closing – um, and he's like, there's no one in there. Like, and he, he's checked, like he's gone and spoken to people. Um, and he's phoned people and they're like, there's no one in there. Um, there was like a const- construction company there that was working at one point. He went over, was talking to them and that he said, oh, were you here the other day? And they were like, no, because he gave time and date. Anyway, fascinating. So there's, there's, you know, suspicions that, sh- that Elisa Lamb was in fact, playing the elevator game when she was um you know on her on her way to um in the elevator <laughs> when she was in the elevator um going up to the the roof which is what she evidently did okay so I remember a couple of games from when I was younger um, concentrate was one of them okay I don't know if any of these rings a bell so just bear with me but it is a game that will tell someone how they're going to die. I don't know why I played this. Why would you want to know that? Why? And basically, you have a person sitting in front of another with their eyes closed. And then be the, the person's got their back to them, right? And they lightly pound on the first person's back. And then they chant, concentrate, concentrate, concentrate on what I'm saying. I'm reading this, so bear with me people are dying, children are crying concentrate, concentrate crack an egg on your head and I think he used to go no something like that right on the, on the head um, gently <laughs> uh, uh, let the yolk run down let the yolk run down um, squeeze an orange on your shoulder let the juice drip down there is stab a knife in your back let the blood run down just goes on for fucking ages. Uh, Wrap a rope around your neck. This is fucked. I don't remember that bit. Wrap it till it's tight. Wrap it around your neck and pull. And then um, there's more about standing out onto a ledge, getting dizzy, and then someone pushes you and you push the person. And then the person in front needs to say what color they saw. And whatever color they saw reveals how they will die. So, red, someone's going to stab you. Blue, drowned in water. Yellow, poisoned. Orange, burnt. Green, fall from a great height onto grass. That's bloody random. Purple, suffocation. Brown, buried alive. Gray, disease. Black, old age and you go to hell. (laughs) White, old age and you go to heaven. (laughs) guys (laughs) i remember playing it i don't remember it being that long we must have played a shortened version of it but i do remember playing it and um i don't remember the colored bit at the end i don't know why we were doing it but and i don't remember the rope around your neck stuff but would i play it now no is it necessary no it's not it's ridiculous right uh, I, I mentioned this before. We used to play light as a feather, stiff as a board at sleepovers. If you remember, like you have somebody laying and then you have a bunch of people around them with two fingers from each, um, <laughs> two fingers from each hand. Everybody does it, puts them un- puts it under the person. And then you try to lift them and you're like, oh, they're too heavy. And then you lift up the person. Um, and apparently they're light as a feather or some shit, whatever. Um, I used to play it, uh, there's a couple of others that re- that you can actually play by yourself. I'm going to just mention two of them. The first is Baby Blue. Why? So, apparently, if you play this game right, a baby will end up in your arms, like, will appear in your arms. I don't know why you'd want that, but, okay, nonetheless. So, um, apparently, though, it's like an evil baby. <laughs> so, it's not a nice... Baby, it's an evil baby. So you go into the bathroom alone, turn off the lights, close the door, look in the mirror, cradle your arms, and you say, Baby Blue, Blue Baby, 13 times. And then when you're finished, you feel the weight of a baby in your arms. (laughs) There are some variations that have you flushing the baby down the toilet. Do not know why. Um, And you have to do this before a woman appears in the mirror and screams to give the baby back and then the woman will scratch you if you don't act quick enough firstly no (laughs) i would prefer a baby not to just miraculously end up in my arms that's the first thing um second no no thank you from an evil baby perspective uh you can keep it better yet so we can just uh we can just not i've been interrupted multiple times during this recording because i have my my phone provider so i had internet issues this is a side side note had internet issues going on for the last couple of weeks we thought you know with the weird weather in sydney could easily be explained we've had to reboot a few times anyway they ended up sending out technicians what's today Okay, so two days ago, they sent out technicians, replaced everything. Um, I spoke to the guy. So uh, when he when he ordered the technicians, which was Saturday, and so they came out two days ago, Monday. And when I was speaking to him Saturday, he was um, over servicing me, and I know where that's come from for that organization. I know I know a little too much. Anyway, he was looking at my accounts right and he noticed the the phone the two phones under my account and he said oh look there's a better deal that I can do for you for this I can put you on a better plan it gives you more uh, this and more that it's just better and it's going to save you $15 a month or something so I was like "Oh, okay look I am in no position right now I just need the internet fixed because I've got work I rely on the internet I rely on it for absolutely everything so I just need that fixed he said oh can I talk to you I said yeah next week he has rung me incessantly for the last 3 days. He rang me 4 times Monday, he's rung twice today, and he rang me 3 times yesterday. And I have not answered because at each and every given point I'm either in the middle of editing because <laughs> I'm editing a shit ton of content, I'm in the middle of recording, or like he rang me and I was on a call with somebody else, and then he he's leaving the same voice messages. Anyway, take a hint. I digress. Baby Blue, no thank you. Candyman. I don't know if you guys have seen the, the movie, the remake. Um, it's cool. I really liked it. Actually, I really, really liked it. It was better than a lot that you see when it comes to, you know, horror movies nowadays. So just to refresh you on this one, this is very similar to Bloody Mary, but you... I said I wasn't going to say that again. Okay. This one that I'm talking about, I'm not saying it again. So apparently you go into the bathroom, turn your lights off, look into the mirror, and you say the dude's name five times. However, in the movie version, it was any reflection. So I think um, I think the, one of the major scenes was one of the main actors was making fun of somebody else saying there's no such thing, but um, he was saying that name... And he was saying it to someone, but behind the person was his reflection in the window and he didn't see his reflection, but he said it five times to the person as a joke. And that registered as his, um, like wanting to enter into this game of this, (laughs) this person, I'm not saying, (laughs) um, story is he appears and kills you. And, um, yeah, not fun. Um, Apparently, if you have a medicine cabinet, like one of those cabinets with medicine in it, the man is actually, (laughs) the man is based on a true story. It's about a murderer who would crawl through medicine cabinets in walls, so into the wall, into the medicine cabinet to kill his prey. That's a firm no. Um, that's a firm no for all of those for me. Look, I, I think it comes back to whether you believe or not, I just think that there's things that you just don't fuck with basically. There's no other there's no other way to put it. There are things you just don't dick around with and there's just you know, you have to kind of be aware. Um, even if you're a non-believer, I still don't think it's right to provoke. There's a lot of unknown, right? There's so much stuff as humans that we don't know. We like to think that we're educated and we know everything, but we're not. And we don't. So for me, um, I'm always cautious. And, you know, I make sure that... um, I I give these, not these games necessarily, but some of the spirits associated with it, like the lens of respect that they should receive. I mean, if it was me, let's say spirits and, you know, let's say spirits are real. And someone was chanting my name. I'm going to come and, like, I'm just going to be a dick. I'm going to haunt you. I'm going to move your shit. I just, you know, like, I just think there's a, a level of respect that should be, offered given whatever righto <laughs> bit of a uh, a weirder one just thought it'd be fun to talk about some of these stupid games that kids play um links back to some of the other social media stuff that we've spoken about in the past about um you know like online bullying and then uh, the blue whale i think it was called and those different online games that people play and they engage in but i mean look at the end of the day each to their own. You might think I'm crazy for not ever wanting to play this stuff and believing in it. I am becoming more attuned to my spiritual side. I thought I was and I'm coming, becoming more and more. So I just, it's not for me. I don't need the bad or negative energy in my space. Only positivity. <laughs> so anyway... I will leave it here for today. So thank you so much for hanging out with me. I will be back next week. I'm feeling very fatigued (laughs) and very uh, scattered. So this podcast episode was also very scattered. So anyway, in the meantime, you can connect with me via my socials at Aesthetic Vibes Pod. You can drop me an email at aestheticvibespodcast.outlook.com. Visit my website, aestheticvibespodcast.com. Uh, What else? Drop by my TikTok, Dr. Ames Kelly. You can check out my other two podcasts. Uh, The first is called Yena Maybe podcast. Very Australian. Um, It's one of my very, very, very close friends. One of my most favorite people on the planet. And we literally just get together and talk about things of interest. The third podcast is... Brand new, it's linked to a business venture. I'm in the process of finalizing some of that, and this is why I've been frantically editing Don't Mind the Motorcycle. But it is all around mastering the academic life. So, it is all about if you're a student or you're considering studying, what are the basic tools that you need to get going. And then later on advanced classes will come out for those who have been in education or studying for some time who need to brush up on their skills. Even my most foundational 101 type subjects are suitable for those that have been studying for some time. You know, maybe it's you looking at your marks going I wish this was better. I wish this was less stressful. That's what my masterclasses are designed to do, to give you the answers in small pieces of information so that you can kind of get out there and do the best possible job. Okay, that's it. That was a lot. (laughs) I look forward to catching up with you next week. So until then, bye! Gumby says bye.